0: For those who are who are brothers, you are entitled to all the all the privileges that a master mason can can have. and just because you're entitled to them doesn't mean that they are there at the ready for you. Maybe it's because of your lodge or because of your your district or maybe it's for other restrictions, whatever they may be. Uh, just don't be complacent if there's something that is available to you in masonry. And you think it has a, it could have a positive impact in your life, go out there and get it. Ask of your leadership for it to be available to you.
1: Hello, brothers. This is Justin with Masonic Improvement. I am joined here today with the guru of Goliath himself, the legendary rat marshal Dennis Yates.
2: <laughs> now I'm legendary. Earlier, I, I could have been, you know, just fried bologna. You, you would have never known. So anyways, tonight is a great night. We have really, we're, we're with one of the legends of... of um, of the podcast world and the Freemasonry podcast world this guy has been doing it for 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 years now and and he's his podcast is one of the ones that I started listening to way before Justin ever came into the picture and and I really appreciate him and, and the dignity that he brings to um, Freemasonry and and the talks that he brings to us and and uh, brothers I'd like to introduce you to Juan support supportiva. Su, pul, su, that's that's it, right? Right, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good evening, brothers. Nice. Good to
0: see you. Thank you so much for having me. It's definitely uh, something
1: I was looking forward to, and I appreciate you having me tonight. Uh, it's, it's it's my pleasure. Uh, I've been looking forward to this uh, ever since we had that 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 first contact with each other on TikTok, and so uh, uh, I, I've also followed your stuff for quite a while. Uh, as soon as you said you're up for it, I knew this was going to be good. Uh, I am pumped.
0: Thank you. Hopefully I don't disappoint you. <laughs>
1: I, I, I'm sure
2: you will not. He's excited. Drunk. <laughs> you probably will afterwards. <laughs> he, he's just excited that there's somebody besides me on here to talk with because I, I lower the bar and he needs that equilibrium to, to bring it back up. So he needs you. So he he's he's very happy.
1: One, right. uh, let's just start off the bat. Uh, tell us about your Masonic journey. What got you into the fraternity?
0: Um, my first contact with with masonry was in Puerto Rico. I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, and I early on got an opportunity to see relatives of mine uh, being described with such. Elegance and such honor and such pride uh, yes. because they were masons. I remember being at a at a funeral, and the man who was speaking was talking about a relative of mine and expressed how what a great individual he was and how proud they were to have him in the community and how fortunate they were. And he mentioned, and as you know, he is the worship master of our lodge or was the worshipful master of our lodge. And I remember being shocked, like what is a worshipful master? Uh, And what kind of lodge? So I, I became very interested. This is an aspect of this man that I just didn't know. So over the years, I, I asked questions, I approached him, I expressed my interest in learning more about it. And he, he always led by example. So I did learn a lot from him. And w- eventually when I moved here to the States, I'm in Florida. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I moved to uh, Kissimmee, Florida. I, In my studies, I came across Freemasonry and I started looking into it further and trying to understand what it was about, what kind of men were part of it. And everything that I was finding lined up with the kind of man I was and the kind of man that I wanted to uh, become. So I did what I recommend to everybody who is interested in masonry and doesn't know uh, many masons. I reached out to a local lodge. So I picked up the phone and I called and I told them that I wanted to learn more about what Freemasonry was about. And they said, of course, uh, come over. Uh, We'll sit down, answer your questions. You'll get to answer some of ours and and we'll take it from there. And the rest is history. I showed up that day, spoke with uh, a few brothers there. Well, they weren't brothers at the time. Uh, and I was just fascinated with it. And we hit it off. They invited me to come back again for another dinner and to continue uh, speaking with them and all that. And eventually I petitioned and, and I was very proud to be accepted into the fraternity. Very that nice. The, that was the very beginning of it.
2: So, w- with that being said, what was your what? How did you feel after you joined? What did it meet your expectations? were you know, we're we're not familiar with with uh, with Florida lodges, so you know, I'm I'm very curious to know if it if it met all if it checked off all the boxes or if it was a little different than what you thought or, or what. It clearly
0: was way more complex than what I expected. It had a lot of different layers that I wasn't aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, Freemasonry as a whole did meet my expectations. It was that system of morality that I came to expect It did have the richness of the rituals and the the profundity of the lessons contained therein. So I was very satisfied with Freemasonry as a whole. Now, you don't have to be from Florida to know that one lodge is different than another and different than the one right next to it. Mm -hmm. So, So there are a lot of variants here in Florida from one lodge to the other, some Put a lot of emphasis on the education. Others put a lot of emphasis on the fellowship. So it was, I it was interesting for me to see that that diversity within mm-hmm. the organization itself. But I was pleased with what I found, uh, of course, and I it, it it checked most of the boxes that I was expecting. But I, I, I wasn't expecting impossible things.
2: <laughs> but you but you did did you did check off those boxes through travel and and, and not just not just sitting in your in your home lodge and which is something that we encourage all the time and that's that's something that everybody should remember is is that every lodge has its own dynamic and it's very important to to travel.
0: Yes, and, and that's a very good point, especially I am very self-driven i i don't rely i I try not to rely on other people for the things that i'm looking for if if there's something that i need i try to take the steps necessary to make sure it happens and so wherever let's say masonic education wasn't being prioritized it didn't make of course, that part is disappointing, but I would make up for it through my own studies, through my own co- uh, connection with the brothers, through the travels, like you mentioned, which is essential. So if there's always it's wh- what we are entitled to, all the the privileges that that masonry entails, they're there for you. So waiting for them to be handed to you perhaps is not the right approach. Mm-hmm. Finding out, OK, they told me I was going to get some uh, immortality elixir. Where do I get it?
1: <laughs> Where's the real constitution at? Exactly. Yeah. I uh, I used to always say that, um, the, that the saying, you get out of Freemasonry, what you put into it, was kind of a cop-out. And to some extent, I still think a lot of people use it as a cop-out. But once I started traveling and, and being really involved with degrees and... Just things I was really passionate about. I, I come to realize that that there is definitely some truth to that. You can just pay the dues and go to lodge once or twice a month. Uh, not visit anybody. Not not go anywhere outside your little circle, and uh, you won't get anything out of it. You'll, you'll get to you'll get to a point real quick where uh, that lodge is offering you everything that it can. And unless you start traveling and unless you really put yourself out of your comfort zone and explore beyond the horizon, um, you're not going to get a whole lot out of it. But when you do, when you do, man, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's a whole new world out there. Yeah,
0: I, I do. I know a lot of brothers who where that phrase rubs them the wrong way, just like the phrase of um, be the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's an annoying phrase to a lot of people, but it's 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 true. Like many of these platitudes are are rooted in some sort of in some sort of truth, mm-hmm. and you get out of masonry what you put in, you can replace that with you get out of uh model airplane building what you put in, and you get out of your RC car racing what you put in. Mm-hmm. It's it's a self-initiative um, kind of claim. Yeah, yeah, you get out of life whatever you put into life. If you're enthusiastic, if you're a go-getter, if you're uh, loving, compassionate, that's what you're gonna get from life. At the end, you're gonna have all these memories of these great things, or you can go about life just hemming and hawing and uh, complaining and just being a you know a sourpuss, and then. Yeah, that, that was your life. Your life was a just a collection of disappointments and, and, and upsetting things. Yeah. So I, I do recognize that not everybody has the initiative to get out of Freemasonry what other people tell them they can get. Mm-hmm. Like, where do I go to read? Like, what kind of groups do I join? What kind of people do I connect with in order to, to get what I'm looking for in Masonry? So that's where brothers like you and I come in. We get here behind the microphone and we try to encourage brothers to say, listen, the stuff that you need and you want is out there. Mm-hmm. Here's some places where you can get started and listen to us next week. And I'll give you a couple more tips so that you can go in that direction. Um, but I think that's that's part of the the role that I see that we play.
1: Oh, this is where uh, mentorship, I think, comes really important. Uh, helping brothers to to find these things like what you're talking about. However, I'll also say I didn't have that. And I think there's also a great amount of value that comes from seeking mm-hmm. on your own and finding on your own. Um, it may depend on the person. I, I don't know the answer to this. I think mm-hmm. uh, as, as uh, older members, we should strive to mentor new members to the best of our ability. But I also think that there's a certain point where uh, the brother has to realize, I, I really enjoy reading about Freemasonry more than I enjoy doing the degrees. And then they have to take it on themselves to find those resources. And and, and somewhere down the road, they may mentor somebody, and, and that will be where they start. But they will also have to find their own path. Yeah, okay. So here's, here's what I was
2: going to say, which is very similar to what you were going to say. Except a little bit. um, I I think it's a combination of of both. And I think that, yes, we have to have mentorship out there and lodges have to be they have to actively pursue a mentorship program and, and have the mindset that they are going to figure out what makes a brother tick and help him. In his journey to find the Freemasonry that he that he wants now that's that's to the lodge that's on the lodge. Now on the other hand, as as you're saying, Juan, I truly believe that yes, it's it's in our lessons that we learn. It's our duty to ask, seek, and knock. It's it's our duty to make that effort and to yeah. to pursue what we're looking for in life. If time is too short to waste it, and that's the ultimate. That is the ultimate lesson in Freemasonry is death is always at our shoulder. So we need to make proper use of our time and and do what we can to, to, to help those things happen in our life. You know, almost like the, you, have you seen the, 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 the secret book that's out there, the secret to where you can will Everything into your life. And, you know, it's almost like that, though. When you have that
1: positive. um, It's not a very good secret if it's a best selling book and documentary. Well, it can't be good if it's secret. (laughs) It has to be something negative. I guess that's just the
2: secret of Freemasonry out. Dang it. So, (laughs) but the reality is, though, is that that is a, a, a profound secret in life that people just don't contemplate. And free, hopefully in Freemasonry, they'll slow down and contemplate those thoughts and, and realize that they are living the best life they can have because they are making those choices that get them in front of the people that can help them achieve what they want to achieve.
0: Mm. Oh. One, yeah, I, I like that. Go ahead. No, that I, I like how, how, like when you mentioned, you know, seek and you shall find, knock and it'll be open up to you. like that. Yeah, that's that's how life is. Mm -hmm. If you sit around and just wait for these opportunities to show up, yeah, maybe some opportunities show up. But if you're not actively preparing for the moment when those opportunities
2: show up, then well, you yes, well, can you even take it on? Can can you even yeah? yeah, Will you even be able to appreciate it and and you know dive in all in? Yeah, you know, yes, that's a big thing right there. If you're not Mm -hmm. preparing in the process even while you're waiting if you're not preparing then you may miss it altogether. Yeah, well, if you, it falls if you, through you, your
0: fingers.
1: Yeah. If you if you have yes. a goal and you're working towards it you're you're constantly preparing yourself for it. Right. Yes. However, if it just falls in your lap one day and you've been sitting on your couch for the last two years just waiting for waiting for some divine intervention to to make things go your way, uh that's all well and good but you may not be the person that you need to be to handle whatever that, whatever that may be. So it's all about uh, being uh, proactive. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. In applying as we, we go through this journey in masonry and sometimes people have the sights their sights set on, Oh, I want to reach the master Mason degree. I cannot wait to get my fellow craft degree. I cannot wait to do the master Mason degree and I cannot wait to join a Scottish Rite. And like, there's always this, long range horizon gaze Mm -hmm. and you're stepping over your own feet. You're not even applying some of these lessons into your life that this rush to go through degrees. I've, I've expressed myself, you know, very vocally about it. It is beautiful for you to be able to claim that you are, you know, whatever degree and you've reached whatever level, but what's the point if, the lessons that are contained within each and every one of those degrees have just gone over your head. Mm-hmm. So yes, it, it's savoring that, that moment and applying those lessons to your life. Yeah. I, I recognize that I still have plenty to apply to my life from the end apprentice degree.
1: Yeah. Yes. I, I've always, I've always felt that uh, the degree process is, is far too quick uh, in, in most lodges and because there's just so much to learn as far as the ea and a fellow craft i mean the fellow craft alone is a lifetime worth of study and and clearly i'm not saying you have to master everything before you move on but but have enough have enough time to to really i I don't know how the memory work is in florida but to, to 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 memorize everything you have to memorize before you before you can progress and i've always been a fan of um Requiring them just to just to present something before the launch, like like just write a short paper about whatever whatever symbolism is most important to you. Uh, show us that you have started down this path of, of internalizing the things that you have learned, because you can Which memorize isn't everything. Hard in Texas, yeah. No, you don't. It's not required to do that in Texas. Yeah, I just wanted to let people know that that are listening yeah. if they.
2: But in Texas, it's not required. But but I'm yes, guessing, that would be a
1: great. Yeah, you could you can memorize everything verbatim and mm-hmm. and spit it back perfectly and still be no different a person than you were when you petitioned for your EA degree if you're not internalizing those lessons. True. True.
0: Uh, we do have in, in Florida, we do have catechism. So once you go through the enter apprentice degree, you're you have to memorize the answers to certain questions. Mm. Some people go the extra mile and they memorize the questions and the answers, which I I think that's the ideal if if you yeah. do that. Well, then they can um, teach other people as soon as, as soon exactly, as yeah. But they can show off and just stand up in front that's of the, the others and the the ask the questions and the it.
1: answers. That's yeah, the only way and I could answers.
0: do
2: it because I had to. I had to shut my eyes and just do it because with everybody sitting there looking at me, it was
1: yeah. it was tough. It was. Tough. Isn't How it weird. hard imagining Dennis having difficulty talking? <laughs>
2: I think we can all
0: <laughs> we have no problem. <laughs> and they give us this little these handy microphones. Right, right. We go nuts you with it. You know them. what
2: with another interesting thought um that came to my mind while while y'all were talking about this is, is um a lot of times there's the so you're absolutely right that that it here in America and in Freemasonry. In general, it's the only place you are given a title before you earn it. So, so we're get, we're made, and uh, it, it, we go through each degree, and we're given this title before we ever earn it. You know, so it's it, it's kind of backwards, but you know, it is what it is. And and I am not going to mess with tra- tradition and Freemasonry. So, don't scold me, people. But no, what I was thinking though is. Is that a lot of times we we will look at brothers and, and we will think that their um, their pursuits are in vain. And like you know, they they there's been people that go through the chairs of the grand uh, grand line and things like careful, that Dennis, and, and people say, well, no, 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 no. People say, you know, these guys are trying to um, they're just trying to get that title or whatever. They just, you know, they're just showboats or whatever. But in reality, these guys have been working for so long and and they've been working towards this goal. And they didn't just sit back and let Freemasonry happen to them. They took charge of how they wanted Freemasonry to be for them. And so they went for it. So to uh, to discount the the hard work and ethics that that any of these grand officers ever do you know whether you like them or not you know those guys went through some blood sweat and tears to get where they are and and we should at the very very least respect that and then you know in reality as a brother master mason that is do that is stepping up and putting themselves out on the line and putting their reputation in front of the world for, um, for everybody else to criticize all in the name of, of trying to help our fraternity, man, you know, my hat's off. It doesn't matter if I believe everything that they do or whatever, but man, my hat's off to those guys because that it 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 takes a real man to be that kind of a mason now, I'm just saying no, no, it, it takes its hard. It, takes, it takes nerves and steal. Yeah. And,
0: and you you see this dynamic in in many other aspects like you see someone, for example, become joins the local government, and then people are like, "Oh, this guy's angling for a contractor yeah and there's always yes. that uh that suspicion of of people. Yeah, granted, not everybody has the best intentions whenever they they are seeking power. But I was thinking about this the other day when people that are, like you said, working so hard for so long and they have these ideals that they want to implement in in, in the fraternity. They recognize that there are things that we are just lacking on that we should be doing. And the right. way to implement it is to have enough of a voice and a vote to make it happen so it does require some of the politic uh politicking and some of the it
2: does it does yeah you're working within within a a volunteer system you've got to you've got to be able to work with people and and give and take to be able to make that happen Yep. no matter what level (laughs) yeah Yeah. ask any works master out there
0: (laughs) yeah and and for the brothers who are listening who are perhaps have these kinds of positions in in their in their scope just remember there will be people that look at you with suspicion Mm -hmm. just don't sacrifice the ethics that you are trying to implement don't sacrifice the the principles that are going to Take you all the way up there, and for the brothers who don't care for those leadership positions, just recognize these men need your support. And right, yeah, like they say, if 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 you see some sort of behavior that you are, um, you are not one hundred percent convinced is is adequate. Remember, I think it's Harlan's Harlan's Razor. Don't attribute to malice where it could be easily explained by stupidity. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah. heard that, but I like it.
0: Yeah. It's just figure out like what's, what's the deal. How come this is not happening or how come this is different than what you mentioned it was going to be. Yeah. Well, nice. instead of just going around and be like a gossip yeah. person.
1: So Juan, you are the host of the winding stairs, which is, uh, in my opinion, a, uh, very, uh, positive force for masonry. And, uh, I, I was wondering if you would tell us just a little bit, uh, what inspired you to create the winding stairs and, uh, the direction you had in mind for it. Of course. Uh, when I, when I joined
0: masonry and I started progressing through the degrees and getting involved in my lodge, I quickly took on leadership positions. I got involved in the officer line, I got involved in different committees. And it was something that I that I really really enjoyed. Uh however, at at home it was it was very difficult for me to be able to commute to Lodge. Um my my wife she's she was a professional. She was in corporate America and it was very uncertain as to when she was going to be available and when not. So there would be moments where she would show up just like 30 minutes before I could go to the lodge. So it was difficult for me to be able to make a commitment and do it. Um, so it there was that level of uncertainty. So I had to to step back and say, okay, well, I can't right now, the dynamic is not, it's not really working. So I'll I'll step back and everybody goes, um, or I got stepped back one of the two. Uh, (laughs) so, uh, then, but I still had that desire to, to lead and to learn and to communicate about masonry. Mm -hmm. And I had been a consumer of podcasts for many, many years uh, already at that point. Uh, this is back in 2012, I want to say. Um two thousand yeah so i and I had been influenced before joining by some podcasts back then, there was one called the digital Freemason, which was they would read uh the brother would read like these short bulletin what is it short masonic bulletins mm-hmm. um there was Eric Diamond from ex Oriente. And RJ from um, whence came you? yeah mm-hmm. so because I was such a heavy consumer of podcasts, I thought, well, this would be ideal for me to be able to fulfill that desire that I had to learn and and teach and 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 convey information and motivate. I can do that through the podcast. So I started taking the steps to to put together the, the podcast i originally had thought about um calling it i think it was like the it was something about columns so it was like a certain number of columns and there was a website that already had that name mm-hmm. and then i remember the the winding stairs lecture and i love that progression i love the fact that okay this is symbolically this journey that you're going to take. That's going to take you higher and higher as you move through learning these different things. This is ideal. I'll just focus on going up the winding stairs in the, in the podcast. Mm -hmm. So that, that was the original idea. And the first microphone I had was just like one of those old Microsoft plug and play kind of like joystick looking Mm -hmm. (laughs) microphones I think we uh, all had little, those at one time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so little by little, I started working on it, putting together my my content, and I was very surprised about how how quickly brothers embraced it. How brothers were mm-hmm. it resonated with so many brothers from all over, and that was a that's a that was a a, a, a a motivator for me. It's like okay, well, there's other guys out there that need to hear what I have been learning lately. So, yeah. so I dug in fully and and started doing it all, all the time. And about a year after that, I received a phone call from RJ, which at this point was a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, I said RJ is Robert Johnson. He's yeah. the host of When's Came You. For those of you have been uh, who who don't know, <laughs> who haven't searched for Freemasonry podcasts before. Um, Right. So
1: so he called me up
0: and and he said, Hey, listen, like I've been talking to this brother from Virginia and he has this idea to put together a group of brothers and create content together and do like a weekly uh, round table show of some sort. And I said, like, if you're in, And like, I don't know this brother you're talking about, but if you're in, I'm in, let's, let's do this. And like, that was the birth of the Masonic Roundtable. So we started in, I want to say 2014 or late 2013 or 2014, what is it? And, and I was with them for seven years, 357 episodes later. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So. So that was a, an amazing ride as well. So yes, during the time that I was doing those weekly podcasts in the Masonic Roundtable, of course, I was already fulfilling that desire to produce content. So I wasn't doing as many episodes of the winding stairs. And last year I, I made the decision to, you know, say goodbye to the, say goodbye to the boys and, you know, focus my energy, uh, a little bit better because I I was a little scattered at that point and I'm very happy with, with how things have turned out. So there's well, still going. Yeah. Still. And
2: that's, yeah, that's okay. Because the, the more content we have out there um mm-hmm. in general, the yeah. better it is for Freemasonry because it's just like the lodges. You, you, there each one has its own dynamic exactly. and each yeah. one's going to talk to a brother in a, in a certain way. And so it's, What I I thought was really cool, though, I I was getting excited. You know, Justin couldn't tell because he he just doesn't pay attention to me anymore. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I kind of tune you out. (laughs) What'd you say? No. Yeah. (laughs) When'd you get here?
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I was getting really excited. You know, you were talking about that you had listened to a bunch of podcasts. You'd been listening to podcasts for years. Now, what's really funny is that. I'm from a little bit of a different generation and I can, I can really um, solidify myself with the, with the um, the Barney generation, the old dinosaurs out there because well, I used to drive around in my truck listening to different motivational speaker, CDs and, and tapes. It, it started with tapes and then progressed into CDs. And I didn't go into MP3s until probably five, ten years later than most people did. Then it started so off on eight tracks. <laughs> hey.
1: Abraham Lincoln I, on eight
2: track. I love my buddy Holly, buddy. That's that I grew up on oh, yeah. Buddy Holly on an eight track. Yeah, I love but, all that. <laughs> but for real though, that I was that kind of a guy already that i i was always listening to other people uh motivational speakers uh my very favorite is Zig Ziglar, he's always been he's mm. he's ethical and mm. and you know promotional at the same time and so i fed my brain that all my life and and then now we're in this and this is just another this is going up the stairway it's it's another mm-hmm. piece of of the puzzle freemasonry following um following technology and utilizing technology yeah. uh,
1: to feed the people like us. You know, that's, that's basically what it's all about. What, what really stuck out to me about that is we had just had a conversation about how it's important to go out and find what you're looking for, right? You, you shouldn't, you shouldn't expect things to fall in your lap. And then you describe a situation where, where you couldn't actively be in the lodge as much as you wanted to, so you brought Freemasonry to yourself. And uh, I mean, I, I immediately made that connection when you started talking. I was like, yeah, this guy's he's practicing what he's preaching right here. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it.
0: And and it, it really, it, it was, it's a two way road. I'm able to fulfill that need that I had to learn about Masonry and to implement the lessons of Masonry into my life. And then what better way than to cement that by sharing it immediately with with people? And, and one of the things that I've 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 tried to always emphasize is that I'm not I'm not showing you how to go up the winding stairs. This is our journey. If you look at my logo, if you look at like the 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 subtitle, it's it's our journey up the winding stairs. So it's like we're work we're, we're walking along together up this winding stairs and because i'm not perfect i'm i'm just a am a brother like anybody else and i have yes. areas in which i am strong and there are other areas in which i am i have room for improvement yeah because i'm not weak though
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well we, we have the same conversation with masonic improvement it's it's not it's not Dennis and I standing up here on some pedestal telling people how they should run their logic. Exactly right. Uh, yeah. It's a, this is a journey we're all in together, and, cool. and this is part of the, this is the reason for these conversations. I always take something away from these conversations, and uh, I mean I can't speak for Dennis, but I, I, I'm I'm fairly sure he does too. And uh, this is what helps me grow as a mason. And if yeah. I'm benefiting from it, I'm sure that there are other people out there that are benefiting from it as well. Where yeah. where this journey will take us, I don't know. But uh, this is, this is all about, this is all about the journey itself.
2: Yes. I, I listen to our, to our own podcast, just as much as, as anybody else's because I, I really do learn from, you know, when we're in the middle of this conversation, but later on, I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to have different thoughts than I had even this time based on what you said and, and what you've conveyed. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it is a process and and yep. that's why I, listen to CDs all my life because you learn something every time yeah. you catch on to something every time yeah
0: and, and the, the I, soothing uh the soothing buttery voices also helps <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I um I also wanted to throw in there that you know along with both points is that you know, we travel around and we meet other people so that we can uh, sharpen ourselves. And not only that, but we can actually effectively help other brothers. Yes. Today is a perfect example. There's a brother in need and and somebody in the very southern part of Texas told me about a brother that was in need up in North Texas. And because I've traveled and I've known certain brothers, I made two phone calls, and those other brothers are going to fill the need of that person up in North Texas yep. with two phone calls. And, yep. and it's handled. And that I don't sounds, even have to go back. And that sounds all a that, lot like
1: the conversation you and I had earlier today. It, it,
2: oh, imagine that. <laughs> you just happen to get to be part of that. Oh, but, boy. But it's such a cool thing that you know we we really do and i'm sure you have the same situation that you meet so many people and you learn so much and and if if somebody comes to you with a with a need you are a lot more apt to be able to fill that need Mm -hmm. and to be the best brother you can be to that brother at the time because you took the steps necessary to put yourself out there
0: Yep. And you know, there's a, there's a, there's a point I wanted to make. If, if you go to the whining you'll see that I, my main point of contact with brothers is my podcast. My YouTube is my content creation. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, it is all um, it's all funded by the sales that I make through my Masonic apparel, my Masonic art, uh, I'm an I'm a I'm an artist by trade, so that's what I do. I make paintings. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. my paintings are part of private and public collections, you know, around the states and around the world. Mm. And that's how that that's what I do for a living. Yeah.
2: So, so I saw I'm a, thinking about auction items here. So well, I, I saw <laughs>
1: on TikTok, you're you're drawing the uh, what what was that? It was that, uh the tavern. Which tavern? The, the, the Green Dragon Tavern. Yeah. Yeah, you made a really nice shirt out of it. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Uh, but
0: the point I was going to make is that people see what I am, what I'm showing. So people see the videos, people listen to the podcast, and people see that I have a, I have a store with merchandise that it's inspired by masonry and the lessons that we can get through it. But there are other things that happen in my masonry journey that I'm not boasting about. I'm not talking about them. All I can tell you um, is that Whenever there's a world conflict or there's a natural disaster, like things happen, things happen. And they happen by virtue of, like you mentioned, our ability to connect and and, and put yes. people together and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you mentioned earlier that. Um, Zig Ziglar, he was very ethical and he was, you know, had a very great presence, but he was also a businessman. He was a marketing genius. And (laughs) yes, he was one doesn't necessarily cancel the other. And this is one thing that I had very clear from the very beginning of, of my journey with the brand of the whining stairs is that I wasn't going to hold back on making it look professional, on utilizing the latest technology and utilizing the industry standard techniques of marketing and sales in order to make sure that I gave myself an opportunity for this brand to provide for itself and provide for the relief of, of brethren around the world. So just like you mentioned, sometimes people look with suspicion or they may look uh mm-hmm. at at a brother. It's like oh, what what's his angle? Yeah. Like, right. Th- there doesn't have to be an angle. You know, you it, all you have to do is ask the question or see the fruit of a person's labor, and then you have all the answers that you need.
1: I, I you know what that that there's remind- this I, I want to touch on this real quick, Dennis, because this is go ahead. This is something that's always Good. It, it, it's like um there's immediately any kind of suspicion when a brother Mason creates any kind of content and opts in to, to monetize that in some way, be it through ads or merchandise or or Patreon or something like that. But but here's the thing. If if you you have any hobby or any other interest and you watch a podcast and they monetize that and you find value and you find value in that. Uh, no one thinks twice to to contribute to that. No one thinks twice about being uh, joining their Patreon or buying a shirt or something like that. But for some reason, with Freemasonry, uh, if you put a square and compass on something and you sell it in your store, a lot of people get very suspicious. Yeah, but but I, I think it, we need to, We need to kind of break that 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 mold. Yep, if you find value, name. yeah. So there's a there's a saying that I like, and it's um uh. Feed the things you want to grow and starve the things that got to go. So, if you're finding value in a podcast, a Masonic podcast, or anything for that value, support it because that that allows them to to upgrade their stuff uh, and keeps them motivated. And I mean, no, I don't think any Masonic podcaster is out there trying to make his living (laughs) on this content, right? Uh, But um, not this guy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like I do, I do ads on YouTube, and uh, that's what that's what upgrades my stuff. That's what upgrades the mics and and the lighting and everything. And and, and, and uh, he gets the mics and lighting, and I can't even afford another bottle of
2: scotch with what I'm, hey, I'm the, out. I'm the, I'm the senior,
1: <laughs> I'm the senior member of this, of this duo here, but, uh, it's not Christmas yet. Hold it's not your Christmas yet. Exactly. exactly. You're cold. <laughs> exactly. It will, will be there. Don't
0: worry. Dennis. But you know, the, the thing is like, this goes deeper. Um, the, it's not that some brothers get suspicious of, um, whenever you add a level of professionalism or like sales or marketing or anything to it, um, they have no problems whatsoever buying cheap rings from from China, <laughs> cheap, yeah. cheap aprons from Pakistan, and they have, they, have no, they don't even know if these are brothers manufacturing them. It's a good most of the time they're just they're not. Yeah. But if they yes. see a brother from within their jurisdiction who is making you know good quality products or anything like that, they get up in arms. But for, for me, I have been a businessman all my life. I have the ability to completely ignore the person who is a naysayer or can't see the vision for something mm-hmm. because we could you know think about this right now, brothers like like you and I who are creating content, trying to deliver a positive uh, message about Freemasonry, trying to help give brother the tool brothers the tools. For them to get the most out of their masonic experience, whenever maybe their lodges not providing it or their jurisdiction doesn't uh, make up for it, mm-hmm. that that effort needs to be supported somehow. And the yeah. the better financially that our podcasts do through the Patreon or through our merchandise or anything like that, excuse me, the more time we can spend creating content. The easier to the, justify. The- it. Exactly. Because otherwise, just like a, a hobby. Yeah. You know, how many how many brothers are they out there picked up, you know, like CB radio or something like that? Mm-hmm. And the line is drawn at a certain number. Well, I can get this receiver and I can only get this size antenna because I can't spend this much. And your hobby is going to like the 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 graph of the progress of that hobby. It It gets to a point where that's it. You can't. Improve anymore because, like, your wife is looking at you and saying, Okay, like, how many more antennas do you need? Like, you already have the Antron and the this and the whatever. Um, But if you have a sponsorship for your YouTube channel for a CB radio, then there is a a source of income that is coming that is buying you the antenna, it's buying you the additional receiver, it's allowing you to create, um, you know, spread the word about that particular hobby. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, you know, but brothers that are creating content, they, they need to focus on making sure that they're providing value to the brothers out there. Absolutely. And yes. Yes. the people that complain don't support anyway. So right, <laughs> true. right. pay them no mind. <laughs> well,
2: and, and another, another thing that, that I was thinking earlier is that usually the people who are suspicious or or think that somebody has suspicious intent or or um conspirators intent those are the people who fault from their 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 own ideals they're the ones that are the the conspirators and they're the ones that are that are that that would only do it for their own gain or whatever they wouldn't do it just because they love Freemasons they they do it because they love themselves yep. you know that's it, it goes it goes right along with the you know the the bedroom uh town you know you have all these different people gossiping back and forth and and you know they're all talking about each other but oh, i know what you're talking about okay, okay. they're
1: all perpetuating the same thing it's <laughs> like it's like what the heck is a bedroom town it's like my kids built a floor out <laughs> of their mattress or something I'm, you're talking about like a bedroom. It's community. what I live
2: in. It's a okay. community where you know <laughs>
1: where everybody,
2: you. everybody talks and everybody's suspicious of everybody. That's yeah. because they all have ill ill intent. Mm-hmm. If they if they didn't have ill intent in their heart, they wouldn't think that way. I I yeah. always try to find the good in everybody and what yeah. the, what they're the positive they're bringing to it, not not what yeah. they're trying to get out of it. I don't yeah. care.
0: For the for your Spanish speaking listeners. I I grew up with an expression that says el ladrón juzga por su condición. In 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 Spanish Man, that sounded good. That makes
2: Right. You want Isn't it sexy? <laughs> that that is that was hot. That was hot. Let me tell you. <laughs> el ladrón
0: juzga por su condición. In other words, the thief judges by his condition.
2: Exactly. Oh my gosh. And it's gosh. like
0: it's and, and it's it's a very profound expression because you can it's it's a telltale sign you know it may not be 100% accurate all of the time but it gives you a a, a little nudge and and tells you hey pay attention
2: mm-hmm. watch
0: what mm-hmm. this person
1: is
2: mm-hmm. watch what they're
1: doing so yes i like that a lot that's yep. that's deep right there
2: <laughs> i was thinking in in your own personal journey have you are, have you been a master of a lodge? Are you a past master and all that? And, and, okay. No, I, so, have,
0: I have not. The, the highest are, has been a senior deacon.
2: Okay. Do you, have you gone on to, to get into Scottish Rite or York Rite or anything like that? Have you explored yeah. any of that?
0: Yeah, I am in the Scottish Rite. I'm, uh, so I'm a 32nd degree in the Scottish Rite. I am a Knights Templar in the York Rite. I belong to other bodies mm-hmm. um, and when it comes to leadership, it has been a matter of not being able to commit to the, to the time of, Oh, I, I'm going to be there this time. And I'm going to be there at that time. Uh remember I work for myself, but yes. like for the longest time, my wife was at the mercy of whatever uh, whims of corporate world. Now we have more flexibility. So I started becoming more active physically. And I was a senior deacon when the pandemic hit. So I was a senior deacon and I, I was um on my way to to the east. Yes. But but for a lot of reasons, I I just could not be involved in the lodge and put my family at, at risk. So you know, I
2: mm-hmm. but, but there's validity in that too. I mean yeah. not not doing it when you,
1: you shouldn't. I mean that's that's
2: go yeah, ahead, I, Justin. I'm gonna to touch on that again. I, I just
1: want to say you, you use the term leadership and I don't want I want to preface this by saying I'm not suggesting that the roles at the lodge or grand lodge level are not important. Uh, they will always pay play an important role in leadership. But I think as as, as time goes on, um, we're starting to see leadership in the fraternity uh, outside of the lodge in grand lodge, uh, your traditional roles. And I think what I mean by that, and I'm not, I'm not trying to inflate what we're doing here, but I think you're starting to see leadership appear in, in mediums such as this uh, where we're, where we're, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we're going to, we're going to release this podcast and it's going to touch several hundred people. Uh, most of them are probably Masons. That's, that's definitely, that's definitely minimal. having some sort of influence. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: And, and they keep coming back to listen because they're obviously we're, we're saying something that resonates within, within yeah. their mind and, and spirit. And and that's, mm-hmm. that's good. And, it, and we have a responsibility to, to, uh, to keep that in mind when we're talking and not just, completely be idiots like i do sometimes yeah but what i was going to say is is that (laughs) there's there's something about what you said that is so important and i was talking to an older mason uh yesterday about this very thing and you said you know with your own responsibilities and such it wasn't the right time for leadership and man guys that's go so more important than, than just filling a chair. You know, this, this old guy, he's, he said, um, and he's one of my, my favorite mentors and, and one of my lodge mentors. And, and we were talking and, and he said, you know, if somebody comes in and, and says, yeah, I'll help out the lodge. I'm not going to vote him in. I'm going to stand up and nominate somebody else who's eager to be in there because they will help the lodge. The guy that says, oh, I'll come in and help the lodge. He's not going to do anything he's just going in to s- fill a seat and on a on an egotistical platform as instead of going in with a servant's heart wanting to really be all in for the lodge so I, I, th- I commend you for that if, if, you, yeah, you. if you can't do it you you can't do it if you can you can and we all serve in different ways and you're serving on on your podcast you know I I feel like oh who who was that again? From way back in the day, we're not worthy. Uh, yeah. uh Wayne's Wayne, World. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Yes, no, wait, <laughs> no, we're gonna wait. have to do an episode like. That. Man, but anyways, Man. I, I feel like that because you know you've done so much with this, and, and you have been a leader in the in the Freemasonry
1: podcast yeah. world. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of you. Thank you. That's well, that's very important. One, I, I was curious if you had any. Final thoughts that you would like to add uh, as we wrap this up, and uh, also uh, if someone, whoever that may be, as unlikely as it may sound, if someone is out there that has googled Masonic podcast and has not come across the winding staircase, where <laughs> would they find you?
0: Yes, thank you. Thank thank you for the opportunity. Um, some some parting words. I would say for those who are who are brothers, you are entitled to all the. All the privileges that a master mason can can have, and just because you're entitled to them doesn't mean that they are there at the ready for you. Maybe it's because of your lodge or because of your your district, or maybe it's for other restrictions, whatever they may be. Uh, just don't be complacent. If there's something that is available to you in masonry, and you think it has a, it could have a positive impact in your life go out there and get it ask of your leadership for it to be available to you. I remember early in my Masonic career, I I did vocalize the fact that we weren't giving enough priority to Masonic education. And the brother that I spoke to, he turned to me and he said, you're a master Mason, right? And I said, of course I said, I am. And (laughs) he, he said, then, demand of your of your master that which is entitled to you so wow. if you're not getting the masonic education ask for it if they're not capable or not willing find it source it present a paper like uh like Justin was mentioning earlier that he prefers that people do the work yes and the work is is important the work is uh, in, in other jurisdictions is mandatory. In order for you to progress, you have to bring in written work and present it for the brother. So maybe maybe that's your, your your angle. So if brothers, if, if you think that what I've expressed today is something that you want to hear more of, I invite you to go over to thewindingstairs.com. You can also find me in all social media. So you can find me in TikTok. You can find me in Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Just go to the windingstairs.com and there's links to all of those there. And brothers, cool. thank you so very much for the time and the invitation. It's been a pleasure.
1: Yes, it's, it's been an honor. Kyle, give me your your I'm not Kyle. Jeez, Kyle. sorry. Dennis. <laughs> I was thinking of someone wow. else that, he, someone else that's chatting. Had, we had one. Yeah, we had to give us come give us your, your elevator, been... your elevator pitch, your elevator oh. farewell.
2: How big is this building? Two stories. (laughs) I had to look at yeah. (laughs) My elevator it goes a long ways, brothers. Um, you know, like we like we've talked about tonight, and we talk about regularly. You know, if 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 you're not getting your Freemasonry, um, we know the people that can help you get that Freemasonry. So it it doesn't matter if you're you know in Texas, uh, in Florida, around the country, you know collectively i can say we probably know people in golly three three continents and and (laughs) and and several republics but seriously though we we can help we can help you get it we can help you find it um be the difference have a positive attitude while you're looking for it and um and don't forget, you know, because in lieu of the education and everything, um, officer leadership training is coming up. Justin and I will be there. Um, being that he's a junior co-host, he's just a volunteer this year. But me being a committee member, um, I'll be there throughout every event, throughout, throughout the whole time, even though he's taking a little break to do Masonicon. but
1: <laughs> Dennis, Dennis may be the committee member, but there's a reason they brought me on to help.
0: <laughs> I, I almost forgot to mention uh we're going to have a detailed conversation about improving masonic education over at the winding stairs with the illustrious dennis and justin from masonic improvement so oh,
2: yeah those guys yes i you i can't wait them. to hear about <laughs> yes i can't yes. wait to hear that one that's going to be an excellent podcast i'm sure
1: my favorite co-host is on that one nice <laughs> nice nice um that said uh dennis one i uh, appreciate you both taking time out of your friday evenings to uh to come on the show and uh record this this uh, conversation uh one especially like i said i've been following your your content for quite a while i, I, I yes. didn't realize how long it had been until you started throwing out like 2012 2013 it's like whoa it has been a while but uh you yeah it's been about three years for me for sure yeah about definitely, three definitely made a positive impact on uh, my masonic journey and I'm sure you have touched countless other brothers and so uh it, it means a lot first of all it means a lot uh to me that you do what you do but also to uh to come on to this show and uh and uh, share your your thoughts and and your your expertise and everything else that, that we, we've talked about this evening. So uh, thank you yeah. so much. Oh, it is my pleasure. Thank you, brothers.
2: Our, our deal on, on uh, the officer leadership training, mine and Justin's together is on mentorship. And in, in reality, you didn't know it, but you've been a mentor to us oh, wow. in, in watching you and listening to you and, and understanding thank you. what quality content can be. For Freemasonry if it wasn't for you know people like you that put it out there you know for for as long as you have yeah. you know we wouldn't have we we wouldn't have had that expectation so high to uh to try to reach and, it's like and, it's like an hour like, show show might not have been as successful
1: it's like you're Yoda and I'm Luke and Dennis is C3PO and so having the opportunity to to come talk to such a wise Jedi master is uh is fantastic.
2: Wise words, those no <laughs> <sorry. laughs> are <laughs>